What's up guys, welcome back to Gen Alpha Talk, and these are the latest news of the Russia and Ukraine situation. Ukraine Ministry of Defense claims drone strike destroys enemy control point near Kiev. The Ukraine Ministry of Defense on Friday night posted a video which it says show a Ukraine drone attack on the enemy control point near Kiev. A few minutes ago, the enemy control point in the Kiev direction was destroyed. Our air force is working, the Ukraine ministry's post on Telegram said, according to an NBC News translation. CNBC was unable to independently verify the content of the video. A senior U.S. defense officially told CNBC on Friday that Russia forces near Kiev has moved forward some of their rear elements, including troops and military equipment. But the front line has not advanced to the capital. Russian forces about 10 miles outside Kiev city center, according to the most recent Pentagon assessment. Russia aircraft are relying on unguided dumb munitions to support the troops on the ground, and raising the likelihood of Ukrainian civilians being killed and wounded. Dumb bombs and rockets are less accurate than guided weapons, which means they're less likely to strike what they're aimed at and more likely to random hit something else. Russia is using rockets and other weapons that fire from greater distances, so-called standoff weapons, so its pilots can avoid being shot down, the UK ministry said in an intelligence update on Friday night local time. The staunch resistance of the Ukrainian air defense forces is compelling Russia to rely on standoff munitions to conduct attacks against targets deep inside Ukraine, the ministry said. The ministry also said Russian air and missile forces had carried out strikes on two Christ cities in Ukraine's west in the last 24 hours. Ukraine's parliament reported strikes on Lutsk and Avano-Frankivsk at around 6 a.m. and 7 p.m. Uh, sorry, 6 a.m. and 7 a.m., local time respectively, on Friday. Those locations are further west than most Russian attacks on Ukraine so far. In a video message posted to Telegram on Friday morning, Yuri Pohulyako, head of the Lutsk Regional Council, said four rockets has been fired into the city's military airport two soldiers and injuring six. Ukrainians are evacuating from Russian-occupied area. Locals from the village Shervon, occupied by Russian troops, evacuate to an area controlled by Ukrainian forces near Vishgorod on Thursday. New sanctions target Russian elites, bankers, and those aiding North Korea. The Treasury Department on Friday announced the addition of more than 20 Russians to its list of sanctioned nationals, the latest step in an ongoing campaign to respond to Russia's invasion of Ukraine by targeting Russian elites and military contractors. The newly sanctioned individuals and entities include the wife and two children of Kremlin spokesman Dmitry Peskov, two Russian nationals who helped North Korea obtain material for ballistic missiles and WMDs, 12 members of Russia's department, uh, parliament who led the effort to recognize Donetsk and Luhansk as independent republics, this vote was a key, stop, a key step in establishing Russia's false pretext for invading Ukraine. All 10 members of the management board of VTB Bank, the second largest bank in Russia. Two planes and a yacht owned by Russian oligarch Viktor Fretzeburg. Blinken and Ukraine diplomat discussed Russian efforts to deceive the world. Secretary of State Antony Blinken and Ukrainian Foreign Minister Dmitry Kaliba spoke over the phone following Kaliba's uh, trilateral meeting with his Russian and Turkish counterparts, the State Department said. Blinken updated Kaliba on efforts by the Biden administration. 
European Union and Group of Seven Powers to raise the cost on Russia by revoking its most favored nation trade status, state spokesman Net Price said in a statement. Blinken reaffirmed the U.S.'s commitment to continue surging security, economy, and humanitarian support to the people of Ukraine as they face increasingly brutal bombardment by Russian forces, the statement said. The two diplomats also shared their concerns that Russia is escalating its disinformation campaigns to deceive the world, including at the United Nations, Price said. Stocks slide to end another losing week as Russia-Ukraine war drags on. The major U.S. stock averages fell today to the end of another week of losses as Russia's war in Ukraine continued. The Dow Jones Industrial Average ended the day down more than 200 points, or 0.7%. The S&P 500 slid 1.3%, and the Nasdaq Composite dropped 2.2%. For the week, the Dow fell 2%, notching its fifth straight week of losses. The S&P 500 and Nasdaq posted back-to-back weekly losses, dipping 2.9% and 3.5% respectively. 10 of the 11 S&P 500 sectors ended the week lower, energy as the only advancer. Energy stocks have gotten a recent boost as oil price rallied amid the conflict. Golden passports face new restrictions in hunt for oligarchs. European leaders say so-called golden passport programs have become a backdoor for dirty money, creating an easy route for many Russian oligarchs to live and conduct business in Europe. Russian billionaires have been among the world's largest buyers of multiple citizenships, using alternate passports to help protect their assets and allow free travel. The EU parliament voted this week to phase out citizenship by investment program, run by some EU countries. The three EU countries offering golden passports, Bulgaria, Cyprus, and Malta, are all phasing out or considering ending their programs. The 12 EU countries offering golden visas or residency permits for investments, including Greece, Spain, and Hungary, are also now considering new limits or phasing them out. The UK is planning to abolish its golden visa program, which gives foreign nationals a path to residency that invests at least $2.7 million. Ukrainian refugee reunites his, his family. Ores Natsky, a Ukrainian refugee, greeted his sister Ilya and mother Ala after he crossed into Medica, Poland this week. A heartwarming image. Russian ambassador to UN denies Kremlin started war in Ukraine. The Russian ambassador to the United Nations told the International Forum that Moscow did not start the current war in Ukraine. We did not start this war. We want to end it, and it is true that the war was not begun by us. It started eight years ago by Kiev. Russian ambassador to the UN, Vasily Nebenska, said, referring to the ongoing conflict in the Donbas region of Ukraine. Russia has been condemned by global leaders for its unprovoked, uh, unprovoked invasion of Ukraine on February 24th. We're dismayed by the dirty campaign to blame us for intentionally shelling civilian infrastructure, he said, adding that the West is dismissing legitimate claims as Russian propaganda. Biden cautioned sending offensive weapons to Ukraine would trigger World War III. President Joe Biden emphatically rejected the idea of sending American troops or offensive weapons into Ukraine, telling House Democrats on Friday that such a move would trigger a Third World War. We would not fight the Third World War in Ukraine, Biden said, at a House Democratic retreat in Philadelphia. Putin's war in Ukraine must never be a victory, he said. We're showing strength and we'll never falter. But look, the idea 
the idea that we're going to send in offensive equipment and have planes and tanks and trains going in with American pilots and American crews? Don't kid yourself. That's Cold World War III, okay? Let's get straight here, guys, Biden said. The United States has provided the Ukrainian military munitions, defensive weaponry, and intelligence support, but Biden has so far resisted appeals from Ukrainian leaders for NATO to institute and defend a no-fly zone in the air over Ukraine. Biden is also under pressure from a faction of congressional Republicans to deliver fighter planes from Poland to Ukraine, but senior Defense Department officials cautioned that this would be very risky. U.S. Ambassador to the U.N. accuses China of spreading Russian disinformation. U.S. Ambassador to the United Nations Linda Thomas-Greenfield called on China to halt the spread of Russian disinformation amid the Kremlin's ongoing war in Ukraine. Russia is attempting to use the Security Council to legitimize its disinformation and deceive people to justify Western Putin's war of choice against the Ukrainian people, and China too has been spreading disinformation in support of Russia's outrageous claims, she said, referencing recent claims by the Kremlin that the US was working with Ukraine on a biological weapons program. The representative for China rejected Thomas Greenfield's comments and instead called on the international forum to investigate Russia's claims that the US is supporting biological weapons work in Ukraine. The concerns raised by Russia should be properly addressed, said the Chinese ambassador to UN Zhang Jun. Russian invasion of Ukraine intensifies as war continues into the third week. YouTube expands Russian state media ban globally. YouTube said it will block all channels associated with Russian-funded state media globally. The Google-owned company had previously blocked Russian state media channels in Europe and Ukraine. YouTube said the latest actions follows guidelines, which prohibit content denying, minimizing, or trivializing well-documented violent events. We're now removing content about Russia's invasion in Ukraine that violates this policy, the company said in a statement on Twitter. This change is effective immediately, we expect our systems to take time to ramp up. The move comes more than two weeks into the war started by Russian President Vladimir Putin. It also comes as other companies, including Twitter, crack down on content that denies events of the war. Lastly, US invited UN slams Russian claims that US operates biological weapons program in Ukraine. U.S. Ambassador to the United Nations Linda Thomas-Greenfield slammed Russian claims that the United States operates a secret biological weapons program in Ukraine. I'll say this once, Thomas-Greenfield said before the U.N. National Security Forum. Ukraine does not have a biological weapons program. There are no Ukrainian biological weapons laboratories supported by the United States, not near Russia's border or anywhere. She added that the Biden administration believes Russia is attempting to use the Security Council to legitimize disinformation and deceive people to justify President Putin's war of choice. We have serious concerns that Russia may be planning to use chemical or biological agents against the Ukrainian people, she said. Thomas Greenfield's comments echoed as the White House Press Secretary, Jane Paskey, uh, State Department spokesman Ned Price, and Pentagon spokesman John Kirby. This is the end of my episode, and I hope you guys learn stuff about the situation going on right now. It's messed up. I hope it ends as soon as possible. So enough to say thank you. Hit the like, subscribe, and share button if you want to stop this war. And I'll see you guys next time. Goodbye.